I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of the Book of Yay podcast. I'm Chris Daniels. All of my let's just be friends. They're not my friends anymore. Oh, that's views from Rob. <laughs> 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 we got a good, another good episode for you. We got a special guest. It's my man, Lawrence DeLoach is in the building. Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's good, man? Lawrence is going to talk about uh, All the Lights with us. My favorite Kanye song. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Lawrence, I found out that you were a fan of Kanye. I was listening to you on a podcast, and they asked you if you were going to vote for Kanye in 2020 for president, and you were like, yeah, he made all of the lights. Why would I not vote for him? Why would I not vote for a man that created one of the greatest songs that included so many great artists? He's freaking amazing that's diplomacy right there oh you know it i gotta i gotta stick up for kanye man i gotta stick up for him man elton john's on the song that's foreign policy tony williams <laughs> kid cuddy what else do you need <laughs> you got it all on that one track how man. many people on this song total everyone I think, everyone do fergie uh rihanna uh i think it's i think they said it's like 10 or 11 uh, artists on that one track man it was cool to read that mike dean did the cello arrangement i was like I would have never known that. Oh, no. oh, sorry. Shout out to the Dream too. The Dream was on. Uh, he he had a, a role in that too. So the Dream is always sneaking in like Kanye projects. Like this is like I didn't know until he accepted the Grammy mm-hmm. for uh, Watch the Throne that that yeah, the Santa, mm-hmm. like that was him. I didn't know that that was. <laughs> I didn't know who that was, but I didn't know that was a dude. I didn't know that was Dream. Yeah, the girl from LaRue in here. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that either. Dude. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. There's so many people on this, dude. Ellie uh, Jackson. Ellie Jackson, yep. Yo, um, we haven't done this show in a minute. So much has happened. Lemonade dropped and changed all of our lives. Changed yeah, my life. Yeah, it took over. Uh, I couldn't go on the internet. I mean, people probably wonder why we're talking about this, but I feel like Kanye started the Beehive, so we could talk about Lemonade. I don't know uh, if I could go that far. What do you mean uh, Kanye didn't start the beehive? Can you break it down I, for me so I can understand? Taylor Swift happens for what reason? Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish, but what? Beyonce, had, I give the Beyonce had the greatest video of all, all time. time. One of the greatest videos of all time. Beck happened because of what? Beaten. He went you on skipped stage. over a whole period. Huh? You skipped over a whole period. What do you mean? I skipped over. You, whole did, you still you you just bringing up incidents. Where's this beehive formation? What? This is the the beehive. Basically, that night when Taylor Swift won that award over Beyonce, people saw how Kanye was outraged, outraged, and they were like, "We have to come together and form a fan base to support a Beyonce." Form a bee's nest. Yeah, and that was formed. Like, basically, he was the martyr 
Like, remember when the robots push <laughs> Neo into the Matrix? Like, uh, that's basically what he did at the VMAs. And so, wait, 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 wait. Which, which movie are you referencing? That. The third yeah, one. No, we don't bring up the third one. All right, well then. <laughs> all right, well, taking the blue pill is Kanye getting on stage and standing up for Beyonce, no, and then other people followed information well i i think i think the the beehive uh really took off you know with the internet boom the memes and everything like that which kanye's incident was what like 2009 that was 2009 so you know so at the time memes weren't you know the it wasn't as as crazy as it is now lawrence would know lawrence is the king one of the the few king of memes out there and and is definitely the king (laughs) of the the michael jordan Jordan Jordan. (laughs) it's my favorite meme out there man but no i think i think the beehive is uh it's they're they're i hate to say like they're fucking insane uh and i and i don't want the beehive to come after me but i feel like uh they they make sure you make this Solely about you right now. No, bring no. This on the podcast. Why are people scared of the Beehive? Because we are Kanye fans. Kanye started the Beehive. They should be happy. Did you see what the Beehive? Did I feel to? like you might also be stirring a nest a bit by saying that Kanye is solely responsible for the Beehive. <laughs> He's the founder. He's the founder. I don't know, man. You, you. I feel like you still might get a throng of fans that be like, okay. trying to give Kanye. You taking credit from Beyonce. Just so, like you saying, you could she couldn't do it on her own. Yeah, Kanye's <laughs> helped out Beyonce. A lot. I'm not saying she couldn't do it on her he own. Just did a small she, favor. She, yeah, <laughs> he, but, I mean, no, but I'm I'm saying that the, the that if the, okay, the Beehive might have already existed, but Kanye's but the it biggest. Definitely membership in, increased. Like designer oh yeah. has the number one song in the country, but you got to know that that's because of Father Stretch My Hands Part Two. The Father Stretched My Hands Part 2 of the Beehive is the Taylor Swift Don't compare designer to Beyonce. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Kanye uh, is the most famous member of the Beehive, which helps. You know what I'm saying? What other... He's a Beyonce. And, you know, he loves Beyonce. I don't know if he's still a member. You don't think he's a member? I just know that he, like, he's definitely is is an active participant. But I don't know if he's necessarily, (laughs) like... You know, like, I don't know if he saw Lemonade when it dropped, gotcha. but if Lemonade doesn't win album of the year, he's going to ride. He's going to say something. He's going to go on a tour. You think it's album of the year? I think it's gunning for album of the year. Okay. Totally. I mean, there's, like, different genres throughout. Like, it's all, like, one cohesive concept, you know, and it, it's it's very deep. That visual album was amazing. And so I, I think that I think it is gunning for album of the year. I didn't hear I haven't really heard much of the album only because uh I, I'm just I don't have title. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I heard it at this girl's crib last night and it was like pretty dope from what I heard. And uh, and then you hear the the one song the the song where you know you better call Becky with the good hair like you hear that on Hot ninety seven. Yeah. But it seems like I mean it seems like a good album, but everyone's like she's just gunning she for was- Jay. Is it Well, no, I think I know who Becky with the good hair is, and I think I know what this album's about. Well, is Becky with the good hair uh, Rachel Rachel Roy? Nope. It's not Rachel Roy. Okay. Becky with the good hair is a fictional character. Lemonade is supposed to be the soundtrack to the movie Obsessed, mm-hmm. 
But the album was just so good that Beyonce just held on to it mm-hmm. for like a, like seven years. You no, <laughs> and then decided this to put is anti beehive behavior. Oh, we don't man. talk well, about Beyonce's film career. Yeah, yeah, ever. Dude. That's the, the ultimate, the best move. Her think team about, did was they got the her movie, away from movie. No, think about the movie Obsessed, and then think about this album. If I think and, about the movie Obsessed. It takes away from all things good about Beyonce. <laughs> uh-uh. I also do think Becky is a fictional character, but I think that Becky is a fictional character totally created to distract everybody from the fact that Blue Ivy is being portrayed by four different child actors. Oh my Yo, gosh, stop so coming sorry. for people's kids, yo. <laughs> yo son, this is nah, the, like this coincidence. Time. This is coincidence. No, it's not. The views you, and opinions expressed by Chris Daniels do not. Yo, you what? always coming at people's kids. Have we, listen, nope. I ain't doing. Nope, not me. I'm after guest. after I got me after too. Fingergate. Wait till you see my. You meme. should learn not to come for anybody's kids. Which yo. one was Fingergate? What is it talking about? The the, the Wiz, um, oh. <laughs> Amber Rose, Kanye, Twitter, Twitter thing. Oh, see up for. Hmm. Well, Kanye can come for kids. I can't come for kids. No, no, don't come for. Why would you come for kids? I didn't mean. Beyonce I, kid though. I'm not coming for Beyonce's kid. Jay's I kid, just. Though? I think questions need to be asked. No, not, not on this podcast. I'm not no, asking. I, ain't with it. I swear yeah. to God, no. I saw two blue blue ivies get out of a truck once. I'm not even playing. I did. I saw one. <laughs> I just saw one and I was good. I, was, I, I didn't. Even I like all night. Truck. I think all night's a great song. <laughs> Let's pivot this quickly before it gets out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear views from the six? I did. I was excited for views. Uh, I w- I'm kind of disappointed. It's, I, uh, I I don't know. I was I I thought that because uh, the the hype it was that was gonna be like the album of the summer. Mm-hmm. I was I was feeling another guy's album a little bit more. ASAP Ferg's that kind of hit me off uh, guard. I okay, think, I think that was great. Views is like it's loaded. It's like twenty twenty one tra- songs. Twenty, 20 tracks. tracks. Twenty tracks. Probably like four. Maybe I think I'll go back and listen to again. Um, I don't know. I th- I think he's. I thought that he was maybe gonna do a little bit more evolving, and it sounds a little bit more like settling into like Drake. We already kind of knew. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need. Yeah, a lot of it. I don't know. It just didn't hit me like I expected it to. No. Yeah, it sucks. He said nothing was the same, and this this feels the same. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely feels that way. Uh, what is it like? Maybe. Three or four tracks, like you said, Western uh, Road Flows. Uh, it's not much, though. Kanye assisted with uh, You With Me and uh, Feel No Ways. What did mm. y'all think about those tracks? Um, You With I like, Me. Oh, I, You With Me. Okay. He's singing on that, on You With Me, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Feel No Ways is tough. I like Feel No Ways. We There is one Kanye point that have talk about and that is that uh kanye's and jay-z's uh verses i use quote for verses over jay-z's got cut from pop style pop style they're not on they're not on the album it's just drake just drake oh yeah i know that and then the same thing with uh controller he uh didn't he cut off uh i forgot who who the uh reggae artist was but she wasn't on it either Wait, wait why do you think that happened you think that was their choice or Drake's choice? Um, I think I think it's Jay Z's choice. I think Jay Z heard the negative response to what he put on it, and he was like, "Yo, take take me out." Matter of fact, take take everybody out. Just leave. I agree that it's Jay's choice, but I think it was more like Jay Z was like, "I'm not gonna try to take any attention away from Lemonade mm-hmm. by being on this project." <laughs> <laughs> and so, since your date is concrete and no one else knows. 
that what lemonade is going to be. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to remove myself from this so I don't cause any distractions, distractions. from the movement. Mm-hmm. As ridiculous as it sounds, it does fit his biggest his uh, business acumen. I guess it seems he's like whatever they're doing over there, they're always thinking about maximizing the project. Pro- oh, definitely. It's, well, he's he's not a businessman. He's, he's a businessman, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a businessman. Um, there's a uh, there's a video for famous. The Kanye West track, and it was an unofficial video, and now it is the official video. Wait, I didn't know that. I know it was the official video. It's the official video now? Yeah, they were just like, sure, that's now the official video. It's Aziz Ansari and uh, Eric Wareheim. Mm -hmm. I don't have MTV Jams. I don't know if it's still around. It's eligible. It's definitely like... It's a funny video. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. They're eating spaghetti. They, you know, and, and if it's I know it's honest because it's it's Aziz. I was gonna say it's Aziz. Aziz loves yeah. like, Aziz I know and everybody Kanye knows cool. how much he loves Kanye. And he loves Kanye. They're cool. Like you know, he's been in what uh, he was in uh, Otis with he was in Otis. Yeah, so yeah, Aziz had a glow in the dark tour around the same time. That's when you know you bad when he's like, I'm gonna make my own Kanye video, and then Kanye Kanye uses it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of perfect because like. Uh, it it fits both of them. Like Eric Wareheim seems like he would just be down to make a, like a like a funny fun video like that. Yep. And they're overseas, so like visually, it looks like something extravagant. But uh, my favorite part is just watching like Aziz just like go down them steps. Steps, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was killing it down the steps. Lawrence, I think you're our first guest that has both the Nike Yeezys and the Adidas Yeezys. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm the first guest, but yeah, I have both, man. It's um, we check everybody. You're oh. the first. You're the first one. <laughs> I know yeah. Rob checks everybody. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I asked. I've asked him around, and yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I. Uh, it, it's just the it, and just to talk about you know the errors you know when the first Nike when the first Yeezys came out with Nike how. You know, it, it was madness, but, you know, when you compare it to six years later or, you know, how crazy it is and how many people, you know, because the, the hardcore sneaker people bought the Nike, the first Nike Yeezys and then the second Nike Yeezys people started realizing how much resell or how much you can resell and get it for. And by the time it got to Adidas, it just became everyone either wanted them for because they were fashionable or hey i can make a thousand dollars you know reselling these sneakers so uh i I like both uh but you know i i think i'm kind of partial to the first yeezy yeah because um it's just to me they're so they're so ignorant like and when i say ignorant like you know you have these big straps this patent leather strap on and it's glowing a dark bottom and it's you know, it's got this wide print on the on the front of the sneaker, and when you look at you the, got the net net ones. Right? I got the I got the net net the tan joints, and uh, and a lot of people, you know, at the time when they first came out, people were like, "Oh, those were the the weakest color." But I was like, "No, oh, I, no. this is no like this is to me the the best color because it's you know it's tan." I think the black ones were amazing, but. Uh yeah no I I I love both I love the, the Adidas but I th- I'm partial to the Nike version. I was online for the net net ones and um, basically what people were doing was hiring homeless people to wait in line for them. Okay yep. And mm-hmm. so um, 
Like the so we get to the line and we're thinking, all right, well these people are gonna leave or something. You know, no, mm-hmm. those people are like nah. I don't know how much money they pay them or what kind of deal they had or Eight what they dollars. gave them, but they those people stayed there, and I was like two people away from getting a from pair. getting a pair. Yeah, yeah. I so you watch devastated. the homeless dude get a pair of Yeezys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, what happened? Well, what happened at the spot I was at was a truck came and got like 20 pairs. And we don't know if it was like for Jeezy or TI or somebody, but like some some rapper just like came and just like took like a like like a, a dolly uh-huh. full, full of Yeezys. Can he I, just watched it just roll away into like a like unmarked truck. Now, can I say the, the name of the store? I think you might be talking about. Is it is it cool to mention? Is it? Can I say it or? Um, it, it's not a big. It's it not. A, it's not a big deal. It's um. Which it, it was around the corner from probably the store you think about. Ah, what gotcha. store you? Th- what store? Was it uh, Wish in Atlanta? No, nah, it wasn't Wish. Ah. It wasn't Wish. <laughs> but I, I definitely got some Wish stories. But uh, <laughs> nah, it was this p- place. It was called Supreme, but it was like like um like it was the only place that would let you uh camp out like the day of. Ah, gotcha. But okay. they um so they had a little markup on it. Of but course. they were but they were around the corner from Walters. Walters, okay. Yeah. I'm but, familiar with all those, you know, with all the, the Atlanta, you know, shoe uh chain or the you know, those urban yeah. uh, stores that have those stuff. But yeah, I've heard I've heard so many, you know, stories. How did you get them? Did you wait in line? Uh no, actually and this is uh this is crazy, but I had uh I had won some money gambling. And um and I missed out online and I paid resale and it was at you know it was the highest I've Ooh. ever paid for resale I, I think I, it was like close to like five hundred dollars and I was like you know and, I, and that seems on a low end but you know so no at the time at people the time. were just trying to double up they that, were just mm. trying to get like uh huh double yeah mm. it, it was literally like okay if you know if the sneakers were two hundred and I think fifteen or two forty five or something like that it was literally like oh I just doubled up my money and then. As the years went on and people started seeing that anything that Kanye puts his name on, it it's triple, it's you know, it's quadruple. And then when you got to the the, the Yeezy Twos uh, in 2012, commas. Now, now you're talking a pair of things that's 250 dollars. It's selling for 1500, uh, two grand. And then by the time you got to the Adidas ones, you know there were certain ones that were you know three grand. It's outrageous. No, what's the big? The biggest one were the the Red Octobers. The Red Octobers, yeah. And then and they pushed the price of all the older ones up. up right. You know. So the yeah so, so yeah the Red Octobers, which one? I mean, literally, I I remember I was playing basketball with my boys. And one of my friends was like, yo, Nike dropped the Red Octobers. And it's like the sneakers came out at 1 o'clock on a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. He said he yells this out. We're playing ball. It's like 107. We all stop playing basketball. We run to our phones and try to get them. And um, and everyone, we all missed out, obviously, because we were like seven, eight minutes you know, behind. So now you're already behind the eight ball. And uh, we went to the mall. We were was, we were playing basketball in Yonkers, and I'll never forget. It snowed that day, and we were all just like, "We are so pissed because you know it was a it literally if you sell them, uh, you were getting you could have sold them for like four or five thousand dollars. It was the highest you know one because of the way they released. They only came out you know on on Nike.com. 
So, yeah. you know, it, you know, so it's Kanye, you know, anything he puts his name to it, it the, the profit goes out the roof. I got to go back in the story. Um, I mentioned somebody who was in the front of that easy line. <laughs> he had on some black Yeezys. No, he yeah, he had on some black Yeezys, which means he was being a jerk because mm-hmm. everybody else like was just like, I just want one. And this <laughs> fool had some black Yeezys on. And that's Trinidad James. Oh uh, God, okay. Yeah. He's, a he's a big sneaker. Yeah, this before this before he started rapping. He had, he had not like he had not recorded a song. Yet, but yeah, we went to middle school together. I don't so think that we was ever like started the day We reconnected. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like Trinidad. I thought you know he 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 had his hit. It was amazing. He was a big you know sneakerhead, which you know also was a plus in my. I think anyone was a sneakerhead who who's who you could tell he's like a sneakerhead and he does entertainment. He's you know whether it's rapping, comedy. I enjoy him. I give him his props. You know, he he did what he did and. You know, unfortunately, it just didn't pop the way it should have popped. Lawrence, uh, what's your um, like first experience with Kanye? Like, how how did you hear about Kanye West the first time? First time I heard about Kanye, it was uh, around. It was the the car accident uh, when you know they they were talking about this producer, you know, who was in a car accident in L.A. And, you know, I'm, and at the time, you know, then you start hearing, you know, the uh, the you start hearing about his, the hit, the, the songs he produced, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, you know, Heart of the City and all that other stuff. And you're like, oh, wow, this dude was talented. And then Flash you said it was talented. No, I, when, I say, when I say was, I mean, well, you know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this dude's car accident, man. He's car accident. He's going to make, it. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh, wow, you know, the dude is talented. Uh, the, the beats he put out. And then um, my first true experience was. You know, maybe I think it was like, you know, I remember hearing through the wire mm-hmm. and, you know, and this was like this is the blackout of 2003 in New York. And I'm like, oh, dude, this dude, I love the song, you know, and you, you see the video and you see the visuals and you see the chipmunk face and you're like, I think he's going to be special. Yeah. And um, and, you know, he was and obviously I think what made me gravitate towards him was the fact that that time every like dudes were straight up murder murder bang bang i'm gonna shoot you 50 cent in the mm-hmm. club and yeah you know it was a lot of new york you know rap dm we just came off the you know the dmx era and we came off you know this you know rough riders and then you got this dude the jet lee movies yeah <laughs> and you have this dude who's like all right you know i'm a i'm a backpack rapper you know i got this louis vuitton bag on you know my back and i'm kind of just like chilling and I think that's what really was like. I was like, and, and pl- um, sidebar, I threw tantrums and just like him when when I was younger, and it was like, oh wow, I can, I mess with this. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mess so with this like dude. the American Music Awards and all that, you was like, yeah, I would have did the same thing. <laughs> I, I remember my my ex girl in college. Uh, she she set out, you know, she said, Lawrence, you you throw tantrums just like Kanye. And um, I I, I mean, I'll never forget. There was uh, my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 2004. Uh, no, none of my f- closest friends. They all were playing a joke on me. They they were gonna be like, they weren't gonna say happy birthday, and they were gonna throw me this big party. So they weren't gonna say happy birthday for two days. It was a Thursday, and then Saturday they were gonna have this big party for me. But no one said happy birthday. So now I'm I'm getting mad. I'm like, oh, so you're not gonna acknowledge my birthday? Like today's my birthday. <laughs> 
And my ex girl is like, you know, at the time she's like, Lawrence, what are you talking about? I'm like, nah, I said happy birthday to Michelle. I said happy birthday to all of them. I threw, I bought them a cake and they ain't gonna say happy birthday. And I'm out here spazzing. And she's like, Lawrence, calm down. We are throwing you a big surprise party <laughs> on Saturday. It was all in the works. Everyone is gonna do this for you. But I'm so mad that they didn't acknowledge my, my day. And she just was like, you know, at that point, she said, you know, you, you're acting like Kanye. And it was just like this big running joke after that, that, you know. Everyone- I can see it. Is that when the air push up started? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you have me come to your stinking award show? <laughs> Don't let me speak. Yeah. No, the, the air push ups. <laughs> Did you see Lawrence's roast battle? Yeah, I was there. I was there. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, the air push ups were just one of those, uh, you know, in the moment. You know showmanship uh, things that I I did and it was got get in the zone. It, it was, was so zone. funny, it, it, and I just want to say you know just a uh, shout out to uh, Ray Sani who battled me in the row. She was amazing. Uh, the closing joke that she had about you know me you know thinking I was kind it was it was well written. It was vicious. It, there was levels to it. I I I was amazed. I was happy to you know the battle her. It was dope. It was a good time. Yeah, shout out to Ray. Shout out to Ray Sonny. Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Monique. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chris, stay shouting out his oh, mom on this podcast, <laughs> man. You got to love that. All right, we here to talk about All of the Lights. When did y'all first hear All of the Lights? I first heard it on the Runaway movie. It wasn't the movie for me. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't pinpoint exactly. I When I heard the song, I remember that video. Uh, because the the music video, the music video. I don't think the first music video had a warning mm. in front of it, and that, mm. like, for, ep- for people with epilepsy. But that video was oh, it was uh, is insane. It's, it is insane. I I saw it. And I was like, I was fine, but I was like, it's some weak human beings. You can't <laughs> handle this shit right now. All the like every it was a spectacle. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was a dope video. I, I remember, like I like I was kind of telling you guys off, you know, off, you know, before we started recording. Um, I I do remember when you know the the snippet came out, and the snippet came out. I'm gonna say if the album came out in November, the snippet came out maybe around August September. Uh, it, it, when you know when it was it originally was supposed to be Drake on on the song or something like that, and and I heard it and I was like, man, this is dope. And then you started hearing, you know, that he has this song with with all these people on it and then you you hear the full song without drake and um i never heard this Drake. you never well the, yeah because it was it was a snippet that was supposed like i said it was supposed to come out and and it just never you know because you hear like it's a it's very rough mm-hmm. the snippet where you know like i said the original title was supposed to be called ghetto university the snippet was so rough you didn't hear you know there was no it was no rihanna there was none of that it was just literally like you know drake rapping and then kanye rapping and then Drake didn't make the final version and and then you have this this new version that has Fergie. Fergie. Which Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, Elton John. Elton John. Kid Cuddy. Which I'm sidebar about Kid Cuddy. I mean, I, I think anytime you put Kid Cuddy on a Kanye track and Kid Cuddy's doing the hooks, magical. Exactly. You know? Oh, straight yeah. up, straight up magical. Kid Cuddy got one job. The Best part well. of that 808s concert, I don't know if y'all saw that 808s concert, mm-hmm. um, but somebody put it up on YouTube. But when Cuddy comes out, you just realize, like, oh, Cuddy, like, turns up. He does. And he and Kanye are, like, like working together. 
Mm-hmm. You know? um, it was dope to see Elton John on the song, especially because Elton John sampled on Graduation, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, um, Good Morning takes from uh, Someone Save My Life Tonight by Elton John. So it was cool to see sure. them, like, working together. together. Uh, what sucks is that they... This song was not nominated for a Grammy because I would like to see no all sense. them people on the stage, stage at one time. time. Like I would love to see them perform this on like television. an actual choir. That would have been, oh, been amazing. Like no, Alicia Keys. Like like I imagine Alicia Keys with a piano and Elton John with a piano. Mm-hmm. Their pianos are moving towards each other like X Men mm-hmm. opening credit style, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then because you know it's like they're battling. You know, it's like oh. I like they like they they not on the same team then you know what i'm saying you got cuddy he in there doing his cuddy thing you got kanye you know fergie just come out of nowhere the lights change she come up credit card decline lose my mind mind. you know like yeah you know, I, I, um, we didn't even mention Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna gonna be in there, and Rihanna ain't gonna have no clothes on. Rihanna in this music video, that was when I fell in love with Rihanna. Did y'all, you late? I'm not you that late. I'm you, not, you late, though. This is, Rihanna, this is Rihanna six came years ago. out, Rihanna came out in 04. Look, sometimes forehead was hard 05. to get over. At yeah, first. But in the video, and I will say she, I mean, beautiful, straight up. I mean, she's always been beautiful, but in the video it was something like not only just beautiful, but just like sexy and like like with the gun tattoo on her rib. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the the red hair and you're like, you know, she's doing And shout out to Kanye for wearing uh, the, the Air Jordan 3s. He had video. the 3s. The Black and Cement Air Jordan 3s uh, dancing on top of a car, which is Air Jordan 3s are probably one of the top five. He did it for Beyonce, did Air Jordan <laughs> I was gonna say one of the best Jordans of all time. Like it was, you know, the video was dope. The little girl, he had a little Jordan three moment because he he had those on in the ET video too for yep. uh, Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. That was like around the same time. Can we also talk about? And I know we're talking about the all of the light song, but can we also talk about the intro? How beautiful the intro! It was. It's amazing. It's amazing. I could listen to that for mm-hmm. the whole like length of a track. Yeah, yeah. I hate when people be like, "Skip that." I'm like, "No, oh, you need it. No, I, you, you need tripping. it. You, you, gotta, you have to start with that." You yeah, need, you you're not ready for them drums. It's like the people who did who listen for some reason didn't listen to like "Father Stretch My Hands" part two, separate from part one. Like, what are you doing? What are you, you doing? Mm-hmm. You got to listen to the. You know, you got to get in that mode because yeah. power just came off. Yeah. So when power comes off, you like, where are we gonna go from here? And then it's like. The violins calm you down and be mm-hmm. like, all right. All right. Yep. You think that was good? I got something else for you, mm-hmm. you know? And then uh, the first the first line of the song, something's wrong. I hold my, my head. head. MJ gone. Then does he say, my nigga dead? Or does he say, our I, ni- ni- I nigga dead? Our, our, our nigga dead. Our nigga dead? Our nigga dead. I felt like he didn't enunciate it because he didn't want people. He didn't want that to be a moment. He didn't want people to like start saying that crazy out of context. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they say it in the concert, but I feel like he could have did a take where he like it was clear what he said, but he didn't want that to be a thing. thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was just that that Chicago draw. Something wrong. I hold my head. MJ gone. I knew nigga did. <laughs> 
it's uh it's so many i mean you know when you break down the lyrics of, of the song i think there's so many you know different you know meanings and oh yeah it's hard it's, it, to me that's this is why it's this is why this is like my you know favorite song like there's you know and i i could just yeah i'll tell you my top five later if you know whatever but i you know this song like where when he just goes you know i slap my girl she called the feds i feel like that part i feel like this whole song is about embracing you are under the microscope but let's just embrace it there mm-hmm. are some good things about it mm-hmm. so i feel like that line i feel like the first line is definitely okay of course michael jackson died in the summer of 09, mm-hmm. you know, it's 2010. Um, so it's like fresh on his mind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or it could be like the paparazzi sees, why is Kanye not smiling? Maybe he's thinking about, dang, MJ died. You MJ know? died. So then the next line I think is about Chris Brown. Which that's what a lot of people uh, say, yeah, it's about, you know. Because, I mean, we never heard of domestic violence with Kanye. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I slapped my girl, she called her feds. And, you know, Rihanna's on the track. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that was about Chris Brown. It, I, see, I can see that. I uh, I feel like this is like a huge display. Like, it's a great, like the story he's woven in and in the verses is just like a, a story of like, not kind of mirroring his own life, like the worst mistakes That's that you're what trying to say, like yeah. atone for mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. still try to like shine above that when, like this like it's a great if it is just an example of like a worse mistake like you can't pick a worse mistake mm-hmm. than that than like ruining your life hitting a woman, hitting a woman jeopardizing your relationship with your family your daughter and all that and still being able to shine through all that that's the great mirror i see well yeah so you think it's like a like a like like 18 years like that type of thing where it's like not like a concrete scenario but just like him thinking of like what is a or like like a what if yeah like yeah. like what I think like dark twisted fantasy it's like he's he's said many times it is like a reflection of like what he was going through at the time and all that and this is this is just another uh, a story he put himself in since it's not true but it's like I think it's a great it's a great because when you listen to the first verse I think it's such a great story like it it tells the story of so many dudes who like yo I hit my girl I went to jail you know I sp- I spent money. You know, I did. I spent that money. I lost the money, and then you know, I get out of jail. I'm, I'm coming home. I want to see my girl and, and Derek you know, Fisher's in there. And and then yeah, and then there's another dude, and he's like, to my surprise, a nigga replacing me. I had to take him to that ghetto university. It's Wait. like if Chris <laughs> Brown, if this is about Chris Brown, mm-hmm. that's that could be why Drake was taken out. Hmm. So now you think it, you think this has to do with Chris Brown, Rihanna, and Drake? That could be the reason why you take Drake off of Ghetto University. Because mm-hmm. you know somewhere on my head. Uh huh. Yeah, and then he gets home, headed up the stairs, another replacing me, and then Drake gonna come in. Another light like, skin dude. Yeah. yeah. Come on. So I had to take him to that Ghetto University. Hmm. Hmm. I you know um, he's he's got relationships with all of them though. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. But sometimes, <laughs> I mean, some, I, I don't know Listen if he has Listen to this, the, man. I got this song. I don't know if he has the... He probably has the... He's probably closer to everyone more than Chris Brown. Well, I think at the time, I mean, when that Chris Brown stuff happened... Well, everyone, nobody close to Chris everyone Brown. Everyone disassociated the themselves with him. Like, Jay, 
Jay Z wasn't remember, clapping. He was, yeah, he was, you know, out of his good graces, and I don't know how, you know, if Kanye kind of, you know, rid himself of Chris Brown. I don't think they, you know, yeah, but I'm, we're, I'm saying I don't think that they were, they were ever just as close as him and Rihanna. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Glow in the Dark, Chris Brown came out during NERD set. He didn't okay. come out during. Mm-hmm. Kanye said, you know, so they were they've always been, you know, he was just in the vicinity. Around. Yeah. You know, I feel like, yeah, like him and Tiger are cool. Chris Brown and Tiger are cool, but that doesn't necessarily mean Chris Brown and Kanye are like not that they have issues with each other, but I don't know. I feel I feel weird like like um, you know, Deuce's remix or like uh, you know, um like that line on uh on um the Big Sean song where he's like, you know, like Chris told Carucci, it's like it always makes me feel weird. Like yeah. I feel like they're not like I don't know. When mm. he talks about Chris Brown's life, it makes me feel like mm. <laughs> What um what do you uh, when you guys think of ghetto university in the first line, uh what do you what do you guys think at the end of that that verse? I think I think it's a salute to the other albums. I think that you know we're never gonna have good ass job. It's not gonna happen. But I still remember college dropout, late registration, graduation. Like I still remember, and it's and it's also like a like kind of like no parties in L.A. I mean, yeah, kind of like uh when he was like, y'all never thought I would rap like this again. Like I feel yeah. like. I feel like him saying Ghetto University to me was like him saying, all right, 808s was a moment, but I'm rapping like the first three albums right gotcha. now. Okay. See, I look at, I mean, and, and this, the way I look at it is, you know, when he, the, the line before that, when he says, to my surprise, and they were replacing me, I had to take him to that ghetto. I had to really get hood on him. I had to show him like, all okay. right, like, I'm not, I'm not for play. Like I will, I will beat you up. Yeah. But it's also like, it's the story of like, you fuck up. You strive for redemption. You think there, uh, everything you're doing is gonna pay off, mm-hmm. and you get there and be like, ah, fuck, I gotta go back. Gotta I got, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got to throw this all away right now, just so I can beat this dude's ass. That's why I like the story. That's a good, that's a good character arc where you, when you think you go win, and it's like you didn't know you lost already, and I don't like yeah. what do you do. That you know, like you, I mean, once again, not to kind of get off topic, but it's like you said with uh, with Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher. Damn, that's a. It's 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 so real. It's like all right, Matt Barnes. You know he, uh, you know he, you know he he didn't he he him and his wife were you know they're strange or whatever. Another dude's replacing him, and then what happens? He took him to that ghetto university. I I had to fight him, you know. So I think this is uh this line this this verse applies to a lot of situations. So. The second verse makes me feel like it's not about necessarily about Chris Brown though, because the second no. verse is definitely like, you know, restraining order. Can't see my daughter, and then I love the next line: her her mother, brother, brother grandmother brother hate, hate me, me in, in that, that order. order. You know what this this feels like, man. You know, obviously he's not foreshadowing, but I mean, look at his his life now. I mean, you know, imagine if you know he could, you know, him and Kim broke up or something like that. Imagine if he couldn't see his daughter. He couldn't see, you know, Nori. And and then, you know, the mother, you know, everyone hates him. It, the it's mother, so brother. 
and grandmother hate me in that Step order. Stepmother hate yeah. me in that order. It's it's so it's so funny when I hear that. But you know, like you know, whether it's this this see okay. So the what I've always imagined when I saw the video, the first verse is about you know, like I said, losing you know your girl. And the second verse is about your daughter, your baby, like, you know, the, mm-hmm. and, and, and then it's like, you know, if you go through it, you know, he's like, you know, public visitation, we met at Borders. So Shout out to Borders, man. Shout out to Borders man. Bookstore. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, right? I I bought every, every book of my childhood at Borders. at Borders. Every Harry Potter book. Y'all waited in line for fucking shoes. I waited in line for Harry Potter books, man. Hilarious. And they fucking went out of business. God damn it. Yeah. I ain't, I don't I don't go to Barnes and Noble either. Barnes I, and Noble's cool. Yeah, but, like, but I just have this weird. I like the choice of borders. borders though, because it's just like, yeah, we know exactly what you mean. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, a little like if you ever met somebody at a bookstore, it's like a tight space. You yeah. know, it's just like you meeting there, and it's just everybody else is meeting and you listen to them. They talking about their little bull. It's just like ah. I think I think this, I think Borders was used for the Kanye rhyme structure. Of course, as, as we know, Kanye. Um, there was no other bookstore. It was you no, couldn't he, be like, oh, mother, he, brother, he, he grandmother. He been to Borders. Borders didn't been to Kanye. Grandmother hate me in that order. Public visitation. We met at Barnes and Nobles. Like that's <laughs> not, <laughs> that's not, that's not how it's gonna work. Visitation. We, we met, met at, at Walden. We met at the public library. Nah, we met at the Martin Luther King Public Library. <laughs> doesn't work that way so i think you know obviously but um you know he made his mistakes you know and this is like i said this this verse obviously to me shows but the way it ends is uh is perfect because it's still still reach for redemption but now it's like i just don't want her to have to get made by the same shit that made me Mm. Well, I don't want her to grow up in that ghetto university. To me, this one, this ghetto university, to me, refers to like the streets and like you know dealing with, you know, dudes and seeing you know the the negative side of of life. I think that's what you know ghetto university. I think he has two meanings for it in both verse, different meanings in both verses. Um, it's all about education, though. Uh. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I like. A lot of people hate Fergie's part. You, I, I don't. Why? I love it. I love Fergie. It's it's just enough Fergie. That's that's the amount of Fergie I need. Is that right there? Oh, oh, she sorry. has a purpose. Can we, can, I'm sorry. Sidebar. Before we get to Fergie's verse, can we talk about how amazing Kid Cudi was on the hook here? Yeah, of course. Getting mine, baby. Gotta let these niggas know. Yeah, like it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like yo. I thought you know. I, I tell you, any song. Kid Cudi, remember the real quick. Remember the if you love me so much, then would you let me? Yeah, go? guilt trip off Jesus. guilt trip. Yeah, he he's an amazing hook guy, man. And, yeah, and he uh, he set the hook up lovely, and he threw the alley, and Fergie ooped it. She definitely dunked the ball because, like you said, her verse was just enough Fergie for just you not to be Fergie. like, Ugh. but it was good. I don't got no problem with Fergie at all. It, it made a lot of sense. What do you mean you don't have a problem with Fergie? What? So you just a Fergie fan? Now? I'm not a Fergie fan, but she's had a purpose. She got a place. Her verse was her verse was quick. Right. It was Let's a- get it started. And here was the uh, was the Pistons championship hype song oh, for the video. That that's why y'all didn't win again. Oh God! Don't bring this up. Y'all went out with the black eyed. I'm talking about the great. Fuck <laughs> 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 
Let's get it started with that song, man. Oh, what? Man. It ben was... Wallace is not bumping no. Right. Uh, let's get it started. Guaranteed, he not he's not playing. Listen, let's get it man, for the montage and video you know for the championship run. No. <laughs> This was Fergie's verse was I mean it was short man it was amazing unemployment line credit card decline did I not mention I was about to lose my mind like this applies to so many people that it's so easy to digest and understand it it's like yo and I also mentioned I was about to do that line of coke like I was like really stressed out she whoever she bodied it I give her that it was really good why does it feel like you sep you separating this into like a bunch of stories I think this is one this is this is one great character drama like this is all one 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 arc i don't i don't know i think it i mean because the first the first and the it second could were, be they leave it open to interpretation mm-hmm. i love i love elton john coming in there um do y'all remember that whole controversy over the video uh because like the the titles like oh well, all the words were like the opening title sequence to the movie Into the Void, mm-hmm. and then like Hype Williams and Kanye got sued. Oh, I didn't know now nah. by uh, Gasper Noah. No way! I thought no they way. were gonna get sued for anything. It would be using all those fonts. Like where'd you get those fonts? Did you well, pay for those fonts? Yeah, well those fonts. <laughs> well that that's the begin. That they like there's a movie that starts like that. Okay, got and you. so basically. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if that lawsuit was I mean, how you you don't make money off a music video. So, I don't understand. I never understood why you do they make money. Sued. It's marketing. But and it's and it, and at the same time people do that kind of thing all the time. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like the similarities between the the like justice video for uh dance and uh the good life, you know. It's like yeah, y'all rotoscoping on on t-shirts. He's rotoscoping mm-hmm. on the backgrounds. Like you know, it's just in music videos. I feel like this fair game. Gotcha. Okay. Like, what if every movie Jay Z parodied, like for reasonable doubt, sued him? That would be ridiculous. Cause he didn't make any. Mm-hmm. Like he spent money. He didn't make money. It's like a tribute. You know. Homage. I just think at the time Kanye was so big that it was like they wanted credit. Of course. Of course. You know. I mean, you got you got to look at the 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 base of how I mean this album comes. You know, everyone is you know mad at him for the whole uh, uh, what's her name um, Taylor Swift incident. Mm-hmm. He goes into hiding, you know, not hiding, but he you know he goes in the lab and he creates this arguably his his best like Chris says cohesive work. Yeah, in his career, and um and I mean from you know all the hits. I mean the fact that you know and I think a lot of people and I'll just say this. I think a lot of people. They they don't give the album as much credit as they they should. I feel like because he gave away a lot of the songs with Good Friday, so you gotta realize. I feel like it's the most praised album. But you the construction so? of the album is amazing. Like one of my favorite moments of the album is right when this song is over. So this is all the lights, right? Cop light, street light, mm-hmm. hot light, every light. You know, like mm-hmm. all right, hot light was <laughs> hot <lighting> there, <laughs> but. You know what I mean? All of the lights, right? So then all the lights goes off, and then the first line in Monster is, I shoot the lights out. Yeah. Like, like immediately, like all them lights you was talking about? No, it's dark. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Monster. Like, yeah. It it was to me that's so dope. I I argue people. I say, yo, to me, it's it's my favorite Kanye album. I feel like, you know, I, I love the other stuff, but I mean, when you hear. 
you know the 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 like there are songs that are in my top five that will never be like that uh run away it, it was just such an amazing album dude. Mm-hmm. like you know and then for for the way people were so angry at him for what he did you know the summer prior and the comeback with just you know power and you know just basically power was what the first song i think that people really heard off this album and it was like mm-hmm. no one man should have all that power like it just there was so much stuff that if you read between the lines in a sense you're like, yo, this dude, great, great to me, best album. Yeah, he comes back with a horse chain around his neck <laughs> yep. on a volcano yep. wearing a red suit. Talking yeah. about no one man should have. It's like, what, <laughs> what is happening? Yep. So, <laughs> you know, you got to remember the uh, the SNL performance he did with uh, Pusha Ooh. T. Where he was wearing, you know, it was all red and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, and he had the, like, the gold caesar like crown yeah. and the ballerinas and like they changed the whole set mm-hmm. now they do that on snl all the time for music performances that was mm-hmm. the beginning of the ballerinas yeah yeah the, the vmas vmas was, yeah vmas when we did runaway and runaway Pusher, yeah and push your head on the, uh, my friend was one of those dancers yeah. peach, <laughs> peach peach suit before <laughs> riffraff yep my friend told me a good story about i don't know if she was necessarily one of the ballerinas because they're not all technically ballerinas but they do that trope but uh she oh shit she danced with him and she bled she uh one of the ones when she had to like step to the ground she cut her leg and she bled on kanye's shoes oh gosh oh no and she was like she was she was like at the uh like mid show when he like grabbed everybody he's like this is how hard my dances work they bleeding for me. They bleeding on my <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I even to you know. Shout out to Tori. She got put in a heartless rant. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, I went to the Yeezus concert a couple times, and uh, you know he plays his old songs. And yeah. All, when, I mean, when all of the lights come on, I think the crowd go because you know the lights flash and yeah, and people go crazy for that song, man. And it's. I when I, I little quick story about all of the lights when I was living I used to when the album came out I was living upstate I was living in Rochester mm-hmm. uh, and and I um, my lease expired uh, January of 2011 and um, and I moved in with a couple of my boys they had a house and I, I lived there for a few months and every night I would come home from February to May. I would play all of the lights and they that's how they knew I was home because all of the lights would be in my car so loud that they can hear it in the house. But it was just my favorite song. It's just um, the best song to me I've that I've heard. on And, you know, and I love, you know, Jesus Walks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and can't tell me nothing is in my top five and Runaway and, you know, and Good Life. But all of the lights is just this. I do it at karaoke bars all the time. What's your. Uh Favorite Kanye song, least favorite Kanye song. I mean, favorite is uh, like I said, all of the lights is probably all of the lights and, and Jesus walks are my two favorite Kanye songs. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if I, you know, depending on you know my mood, you know how I'm feeling, like you know if I'm like upbeat, it's all of the lights. If I'm down and I feel like I need to pick me up, I listen to Jesus walks. Okay. Um, least favorite Kanye song. Uh, ugh. ugh. You know, it, it, people like this song, or some people didn't like the song, and when it first came out, and then some people are like, you know what, you gotta listen to it. It's pretty good. Uh, I didn't like uh, Barry Bonds. Here's another hit, Barry Bonds. What? what? what, what, what? 
I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I You're felt like a smart it was, man, Lawrence. I felt like it was just one of those. I t- quote this song all the time. You go ahead. I thought it was like a bow so hard till your knees hit your forehead. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm just not. You know, that's I felt my like, least favorite too. That's why. That's why I'm agreeing with you. I just it's the most most skippable song to me. What? It just felt like it just felt like one I can of those. tell. I know exactly the second when it's about to hit that song, and I immediately it's like, nope. Mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to Lil Wayne have a not like nasal. Be out of here, his. baby. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Uh, I remember well something so pink like an Easter rabbit or like an Easter basket. And my sprite still pink like the Easter rabbit. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still cold like, like Keisha's family. family. I don't know. It's fun. Stole Just have on the fun, yo. Beef to patties. They on steroids. Maybe I'll go back and give it another I'm, shot. How you gonna say I ain't no low head? Yeah, you should go ahead yeah. and bow so, so hard, hard that your, your knees hit you your forehead. I love that line, <laughs> dog. Anytime somebody like, "Where is that polo?" Like, I, come on, I'm gonna say it. This is the first <laughs> time I ever heard it called low. Was like was on that? that song. Yeah, and then I found out that there's a whole like the low lifes and like there's a whole yeah. like polo culture that I didn't even know about. Yeah, and then um, uh, uh, what else? Oh no, it's another one. Oh yeah, top five MCs. You gotta yeah, rewind me. me. Top five oh, MCs. Man. You gotta remind me. I'm high up on the line. You should get behind, behind me. me. But my head's so big, you, you can't, can't sit behind, behind me. me. Come on, man. But I mean, Come on. I think I think honestly, if it's pro- if you if you gonna if you're gonna tell me a reason I hate it, it's Lil Wayne. I just don't. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't vibe with Lil Wayne uh, feature like that. It's no, tripping. It's crammed. Lil Wayne could do no wrong at the time. I was gonna say, and that that was the height of Lil Wayne's. That's like, what that's what I'm saying. Epicness. It's like now that it's like we got to shove Lil Wayne and everything, but yep. we didn't need this. This is fine. What you mean? Well, okay. See you in my nightmares was like way better, and see, like let let the beat bill was dope. Like like of the things they did together, that might have been the worst one. You know, uh, lollipop remix was crazy. Uh, you know, swagger like us. Uh, um, you know, all all those were like great. And I'd say of all those things, yes, Barry Bonds might be the worst one, but I I still like Barry Bonds. I mean, it it, it 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 does its role, but it's just like, all right, you go from you go from can't tell me. See, this is Barry Bonds and Drunk Hot Girls were like the two songs that I'm like, oh, like damn, yeah, because it goes from like it goes from I, you know, stronger. I wonder, good life, can't tell me nothing, which are certified bangers. Then you go to Barry Bonds, Drunk and Hot Girls, and then you still then you come after that with flashing lights, everything I am in the glory. It's like. Yeah, you know it, they're it weak like, links. Those are those are weak but, links, but I just you know I felt like it's one of the it's like it's one of those weird. Why, tracks. I, why I don't like Barry Barry Bonds because of Lil Wayne. I love Drunk and Hot Girls because of most stuff. Most mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Drunk and Hot Girls is definitely like a moment that like got explored later and later Kanye work. Yeah, like, I feel like it was like a preview of like what's to come. And I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of Yeezus is similar to Drunken Hot Girls, you know, especially like a song like Hold My Liquor, you know. Yeah, Hold My Liquor, yeah. But I feel like, um, I, I I get it. Barry Bonds, you know, I, yeah, Barry. you know, I 
Lawrence, you're you're a true Kanye fan. Huge. You know, mm-hmm. die hard. Yeah. So, you know, I I know that's a that's a hard question. It to, it, uh, it, it, it really answer. is. It, um you know, Rob and Chris, it's it's a hard I'm looking, you know, and obviously you, you think of that's the first one that comes to your head, but when you look at the catalog of, you know, all his, you know, albums, you're like, damn, it's hard to pick a song that you think is the worst. But he it, his music is so great that mm-hmm. It, you know, if you're saying, "All right, well, I guess I'll go with this one," even though it's it's not the worst track, but it's it's not your you know your favorite. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see, Lawrence, you have a podcast as well. Yeah, I do have a podcast. Uh, it's a uh, it's a basketball podcast. It's called Memory Bank Shots mm-hmm. Basketball Podcast. Uh, it basically it's we uh, Rob was a guest. Chris was actually a guest. Uh, so much fun! Oh, yeah. thank you guys. It was uh, and. We take older events. Uh, Rob, uh, we talked about uh, Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. And Chris, uh, we did a where we- We did a rundown. A rundown. Me, you, and uh, Clay cool. did a rundown of the top 10 centers. Yeah, and NBA history. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun podcast. We're just kind of getting it off the ground. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, we still We still got to do that O three 3 draft. We are going to do the O three 3 draft, uh, hopefully. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You you picking Darko? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Now, Darko was listening to Let's Get It Started. Let's Get It Started. <laughs> so, uh, I still take Darko. I still take Darko over Carmelo. We're You'll win take it. Darko over Carmelo we, and Chris Bosh. Uh, we won the championship D-Wade. next year. Yeah. If you tell me we pick somebody else. Yeah, but you can sit anybody down. <laughs> but you also got and this is you know you won the championship when you traded for Rasheed Wallace so let's not just make it seem listen like all things come in motion Larry Starting Brown and, wasn't and gonna play draft. whoever you drafted so nope. you got that championship Larry Brown ain't gonna pay Dwayne Wade no he doesn't like no, playing rookies he don't like rookies look look what he did in the, the Olympics the old four Olympics man, you, you can sit like some rookies you can't sit you ain't sitting Chris Bosh Carmelo Anthony Dwayne Wade. Yeah, you sitting them down. You definitely, you you're sitting, not you're sitting, sitting them down. Dwayne Wade, we have Richard Hamilton at, as, as your starting. Did you see yeah. rookie Dwayne Wade? Rookie Dwayne Wade was you great. see what he did to Baron yeah. Davis but, but and that, the Hornets? But yeah, no, that was... The, for, okay, if y'all want to hear more, y'all should listen to my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> listen to my podcast, y'all. became his podcast. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. This is the book of yay. Come on, it's not... You know, but. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did hoop in some some pure boost on I Saturday because I seen Kanye do that, and that is terrible for your feet. I would never. <laughs> What's the ankle that support? Again. Oh, huh? Where's the ankle support? What ankle support? <laughs> it was wet too. Oh, I almost died. I almost died a few times. Oh man, hilarious. Oh man, Lawrence, thanks for stopping by, man. Oh, guys, thank you for having me. This was yeah. amazing. I had a great time, man. If you want to find out more about us, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Robert is the man, Chris. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Sir Chris Daniels. Uh, and you you can find me, Lawrence Deloach, on Twitter at uh, LZD325. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.